Hi everyone, this is Tim and Anthony with you for episode 18 of the Radio MVPD Sports Podcast, the Valley's most valuable podcast. We haven't said that in a while, but that's exactly what we are as we get ready for this upcoming week of sports and a lot to get to actually in a short amount of time. I do want to start out and let everybody know that we're going to have a guest on. Uh, it's going to be pre-recorded. We're actually, he's going to call in on the phone in a little bit and we're going to talk to him. And that is Mike Savaldi, who uh, is a manager of uh, Lights Out Management along with Banner Supply and City Printing is putting on a amateur boxing show Saturday night. Uh, starts at 7 p.m. So we're going to have him on, talk about that. It's also a fundraiser for uh, Gary House, too. If those in the Valley should know who are talking about, the House Twos have been covering sports in the Valley for a very long time. And it goes back to the Valley Playbook uh, way before in the 90s and the early 2000s. And then uh, Buck Nuts as we uh, talk about that, too. So we're going to talk to Mike about the boxing show that's coming up and we're also going to have some fun talking to more about what's going on in the world of sports including the cleveland indians a little nfl talk probably and some nba talk as the big news is d wade has been bought out and uh, all reports today is he has officially made a deal with the cavaliers once he clears waivers so a lot to get to yeah d wade's coming to cleveland uh, by the way, my prediction was two years ago it was going to happen, so I'm a little late, or he's a little late to the party, I should say, uh, but good to have D. Wade uh, with the Cavaliers. Matter of fact, let's start there. Uh, the Cavs have gone through a lot of changes this summer. Obviously, the trade of Kyrie and you know the for uh, Isaiah Thomas and Crowder and uh, the uh, draft picks that they got, plus now you bring in uh, D. Wade as a uh, – Reinforcement in the in the front court, along with uh, Rose, who's uh, Derek Rose, who's uh, joined the Cavaliers, and uh, it's really going to be a different look for the Cavs this coming season. And I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a change, sometimes a inventable part of sports, and you have to make do. Just like Indian fans had to get used to la- the start of the season with uh, some new players on the roster, and right now, look how well they're gelling. Yeah, it's uh, definitely going to be a new look Cavs team, and. They could be better than last year. Now they, you know, they could be as good record-wise. I don't know. Uh, could they cu- cause Golden State more matchup problems? I don't know. Golden State may get there with Oklahoma City trying to add every superstar in town. Um, so, but if it, if Rose can stay healthy, uh, he played in I believe 64 games last year and averaged 18 points in a triangle offense that. Point guards go to dying, basically. So that that's pretty good. If he can spell, if he can hold the ship down until Thomas gets back, and if Thomas can give you 18 to 20 minutes a game leading up to the playoffs, Crowder's going to be a nice piece. I think the Cavs fans are really going to like Jay Crowder. Uh, he's a tough, blue-collar guy. He can stretch your defense with the three. Uh, he's not afraid to get down low and bang and get the rebounds. Uh, so I think him and Thompson will do well together. And I think uh, Calderon will be a nice addition. He's a veteran point guard. Uh, a couple years ago, I believe he led the league in free throw shooting or three-point percentage, either one. I know uh, that also. And and now you got LeBron as your point forward. And good things happen when LeBron's in charge of the ball. So you get a out of there that yeah. doesn't want to be there and sometimes can be a ball hog. And LeBron is facilitating. And also, by the way, you have Kevin Love. So I, 
if the Cavs can stay healthy and get healthy, uh, they should roll through the East again. I don't see any problems there. Yeah, you know, I think they're going to manage this uh, roster interesting. They have some plays they got to make, uh, some decisions mm-hmm. on players. I mean, obviously, I think it's pretty much well known that Shumpert's days are numbered. It's just a matter of when yeah. they're able to find someone to move them for and what they may get in return it really does not matter as much as moving his contract and freeing up opportunity to put other people on the roster. And I think you're going to see some maybe a couple surprise moves uh, down the road. I'm not saying it's going to happen or will happen, but it wouldn't shock me if we see some of the uh, more familiar faces uh, on the bench uh, be shopped or uh, be uh, released at the end of training camp just because of the numbers. I'll tell you another uh, kind of under the radar move the Cavaliers made, who they're bringing to camp, is uh, Perkins is coming back. That is a, a big body underneath, and you know, again, a guy who, you know, was with the Cavs two years ago, or three years ago now, and uh, you know was part of that first run to the finals where they lost to uh, Golden State. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, he is. They say he's in great shape. We'll see. You know, if he makes this team or not. He's a non-guaranteed contract. So I mean, they have 15 guaranteed contracts right now. D Wade, so one of them has to go to make room for D Wade, and I expect uh, they'll have to move a couple more players along the way just because of numbers. And it's going to be a, a little more veteran team than, than we had mm-hmm. in the past, the last couple of years. You know, if Perkins is, is part of this uh, team come um, the start of the season, along with like you D Wade and of course LeBron James. You're talking about guys who played in this like 13, 14, 16 years. Let's look at Jeff Green too. You know, so yeah, and who have won, won championships. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Cavaliers react to it. I think it's it's a great opportunity. I I really you know as a fan and an observer of the NBA, I think we all thought there was a great chance that uh, D Wade would head to Cleveland sooner or later. It's just it became a little yeah. later than I anticipated. But you know what? I don't blame him. He had a chance to go home to Chicago last year and get paid. He took pay cuts for LeBron to come join him down at Miami. At the end of his career, he's gonna he got a buyout. He had to give up eight million dollars in the process. But you know, it's like I said, it's not my money. And and again, they're they're making millions. They're fine. He's gonna sign a a, a league minimum, so he's gonna get about two and a half million dollars this year from the Cavaliers. So he'll make up a little bit back. Uh, what he gave up, and it's a chance to pursue a championship. And, that, you know, let's face it, uh, great players love an opportunity to play on a winning team. And anytime you can join forces with, I still say, as much as he has not won the the MVP over the last couple of years, still the best player on the planet, LeBron James. And that makes a huge difference. And, look, take minutes off of everybody's team, uh, but that's a good thing. I think the less minutes most of the, the stars play on the Cavaliers – during the regular season is the more fresh they'll be for that playoff run. And I look forward to it. And quite honest with you, I'm looking forward to see how Rose interacts because Rose is a defensive player, you know, a facilitator. Mm -hmm. He likes to pass the ball. He can score. So it's going to be a new look for the Cavaliers. I think it's going to be an interesting look for the Cavaliers. And I'm really excited about uh, the basketball season, which, you know, I hate to say it, it's only a month away and it'll be here. So time, but, uh, I think it's great news for Northeast Ohio sports fans and especially basketball fans, NBA fans, to to see uh, Dwayne Wade and LeBron James back on the same team. Remember 
beginning of the offseason for the NBA when we first heard of, well, there is unrest in Cleveland and maybe Kyrie wants to leave. They're going to shop Tristan Thompson and Mello was a hot take. And then it's, oh, no, LeBron's going to leave us again. And it's guaranteed he's going to L.A. And members of our media here, I won't name any names, the sky was falling. It was over. He said he wanted to blow up the band. Trade Ron. Trade Kyrie. It's over. You go out and you get Isaiah Thomas is a really good player. He's a really good guy. And I think Cavs fans will love him. He fits in perfectly here in Northeast Ohio. Crowder, I think, is going to really fit in well with the Cavs. I really like Crowder. Um, obviously, Dwayne Wade speaks for himself. You still got J.R. Smith. You still got Kevin Love. And you're bringing Derrick Rose, who finally, for once, I think, doesn't need to be the guy. He's not in the spotlight. He's in Cleveland. Yeah, you're the Eastern Conference favorites. But in Chicago, he was the face. Next, Michael. And that, okay, that worked out for a little bit. Not great. And then he goes to New York. Well, I mean, that was a hot mess. And they were always in the spotlight, just being the next. And now he comes here, and he doesn't have to be the guy. He can feed off LeBron. And I think we're going to see what LeBron talked about yesterday in media day, the championship DNA. All the guys that Cody Altman, by the way, his first offseason as a GM in the NBA, A++++. He nailed it, hands down. He nailed it, coming into a firestorm where everybody was, Kyrie wants out, and you got to trade him by, by then, but he doesn't want to go to this team. You don't want to trade him to this team. And then LeBron was going to leave, and you're going to have to – they going to fire the coach and Dan Gilbert and the only thing he's managed to do is I think elevate the Cavaliers now now time will tell how good they are and how competitive they are against Oklahoma City and against Golden State and against Houston uh, but I think he's nailed it I think he's absolutely nailed it and I think what LeBron said yesterday championship DNA veteran guys that know the grind of an 82 game schedule that know the grind and listen, this year, fans, you go to a game, LeBron sitting out, but hey, you're still going to see Isaiah Thomas and Kevin Love and Dwayne Wade. So you're going to get your money's worth this year. Um, so I, I think the Cavs are set up for a nice run. Um, the sky is not falling. And LeBron said yesterday, I don't want to get in this because we can have a whole five series episode on this. LeBron yeah, we could. Is not LeBron's no, I, not you know my my opinion. You and I have said that for months now that he wasn't going anywhere, right. and you said that in March and April when he brought it up. It's not leaving. Listen, while he's going to go about his contract, he's a businessman. He is. I don't think people realize enough. He is the best player in the NBA right now. He's an absolute genius. He is so smart off the court, business wise, and everything he does business and philanthropy and all this he's a genius people don't realize how smart he is off the court a man who never went to college he is extremely smart oh i so don't disagree when he no, got that he contract is. this year people are gonna freak out espn's gonna send everybody to cleveland he's leaving it's over and what he's gonna do is lebron's gonna rework his deal so he can bring another piece to win a championship 
and another piece and another piece is set up. LeBron is not going to do it to Cleveland again. He is going to set Cleveland up for winning now and sustaining beyond when he leaves. That, that Le, LeBron calculates everything. He's like a scientist. He is setting Cleveland up to have success at a championship level post-LeBron James era. I think what you're seeing is similar to what you're saying, too, and I expect, and I'm not saying he'll own the Cavaliers, but there's no question in my mind the next player to own a team in the NBA like Michael Jordan has will be LeBron James. I agree with that. Yep. You know, and uh, or at least be in major management and a part owner kind of like Magic Johnson has done in his career. So, you know, at very least own a small percentage, but I wouldn't shock me if he becomes a a 100% owner or a majority owner of a, a basketball team. And quite honestly, it wouldn't shock me if it's the Cavaliers 10 years from now yeah. when, you know, where uh, Dan Gilbert says, you know, he's done his job. He wanted it. You know, he's won his championships, part of the NBA, whatever it may be. Look, Dan Gilbert has an ego and he's going to stay in sports as long as he wants. You know, that's just like every other billionaire owner. Well, yeah, it's just what I'm saying. It's no different than any other uh, oh, yeah. owner in any other sport. I mean, their egos are huge. That's why they own it. It's a billion-dollar industry no matter what sport you're in, if it's baseball, basketball, or football. Even hockey is a multi-million, if not a billionaire uh, club. So it's just a matter of when. But I do believe we will see that. Just as you see Derek Jeter you know, mm-hmm. finding his way into baseball with the uh, Florida Marlins, you know, here in the next couple of weeks or next month or so, you know, once that deal gets done. And it's not a surprise, and I, I expect it. You know, the baseball, it's not really my – I know we clinched home field in the ALDS last night. That was expected after what we went on. Um, we got to go two and four to win 100. It's pretty incredible. When you were 48 and 45, July 18th, and you were sitting up there thinking, and I know I was sitting here thinking, well, oh, we were going to collapse this year and not make the playoffs in general. And now we're sitting 98 and 58 and 12, 15 more outs and a run away from 99 and 58. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, so, you know, I don't really – I used to focus on, well, I don't want to play this team. I want to play this team. But you know what? It doesn't matter. They're all good teams. Yeah, uh, it really is. It comes down to that. This time. It doesn't really matter. It's like Bo Pelini says a lot, and we'll get on to this real quick before we finish up. You got to play your game. You got to do you. Focus on what you do. If the Indians play baseball the way they have and the way they know how, uh then we'll let the chips fall where they may, and I think we'll have a fun October. Oh, uh, you know what? It's going to be fun, and you know, baseball is, so. is such is such. So. Well, you know what? No one can predict what's going to happen. You can make a prediction, but you don't know how it's going to run. And and the baseball season proved that to everybody, where you had the Dodgers run away uh, the first three quarters of the season and then fall back to earth uh, the last month, and maybe even got into a huge slump, you could call it, or a dive. And, you know, and then the Indians were able to make their run like they have, uh, only losing two games in the last 30. It's absolutely insanity. 
every time you think you've seen it all, you haven't. And yep. it's a game uh, that is going to continue on. Look, the Indians are in good shape. Let me put it this way. Be upset. We all know that. We've seen that in all sports. Uh, the Indians are set up well. Their one through nine batting order is right now playing terrific. Yep. They have players that actually are coming back from injuries who should be able to contribute. And you look at the bullpen, and right now that's what I, you know, I got to focus on. If you can, if Andrew Miller can be 90% of what Andrew Miller was last year, that would be unbelievable. If he's 80% of what he was last year, that would be unbelievable. And then you add, you know, what Allen and Shaw and Smith and the others to bring to the bullpen. I'm, I'm excited about where the Indians stand. And now, more than anything, unlike last year, where you had one starter and then you had Tomlin, uh, you know, or Bauer or you name the, the player that they may have used last year in the playoffs at different times. But here's the thing. The, you got a starting rotation where you actually have six pitchers and you only need four. You're going to the bullpen makes sense because he can, yeah, he can give, A, he has the arm strength to be a power arm in the bullpen, and B, I honestly life. believe uh, if a player, like, for example, like Tomlin tonight, did not have his best stuff. No. In a third inning and you want to make that change, you can. Yep. You have a player who can give you five, six, seven innings if necessary out of the pen. And that is, you know, invaluable. And I think that's why the thought process for the Indians organization and, and uh, Francona and the Brain Trust thought, who's the most likely guy who we could put in a bullpen and get one inning out of and a guy mm-hmm. we can get, and that's Clevenger. And it makes total yep. sense. I have enough. I, I honestly I believe that. he can start. I agree with that. I, I believe he can start and help your team as a starter too this postseason. It's just, how do you strengthen your team for the postseason? Putting Clevenger in the bullpen makes total sense to me, and I, I'm glad to see it. Here's a quick question. Do you give Danny Salazar a roster spot? I have a feeling in the first round they will, and depending on needs and how he performs in that first round. Well, I, think, I think he pitches, right? Uh, that it may. What's that? Yeah, they're going to pitch him again. Tomorrow, they're going to keep right? him as a starter. Yeah. Yeah, Look, I think he, you know it, it doesn't really matter. Uh, honestly, I think again, there's a power arm that may help you in the bullpen. You know, long term, and he, he may be a guy. Look, you may decide that Tomlin's just not a good matchup, and you'd rather have a mm-hmm. starter. Yep. and that's what he gives you. So you have three guys who can play that role as number four pitcher, and you only need four starters because of days offs. And if you can and hopefully keep, we only need three like last year. Right. And Kluber healthy and Kluber pitching the way he's capable of, like he has been, the Cy Young winning performances that he has given us. He's a bulldog right now, and that's what you want. You want a guy to build your strength around. If Carrasco go out and does what he does, you know, you're gonna give yourself great opportunity. Worst case scenario to be one and one in, in any series, and best case scenario two and oh. And that's what it's all about. You know, every game matters. Getting that first win matters, as we found out last year. You know, how uh, Tito managed the team. He doesn't like he did last year. He doesn't have the – he doesn't have a, a healthy Andrew Miller who can give him two and a half innings, you know, give him seven outs. I think the bullpen's deeper, though, this year. It is deeper, but it's deeper because of, of numbers versus yep. deeper because last year he yeah. had three and a half pitchers out of the bullpen that he trusts, you mm-hmm. know. 
you know, Otero being that fourth guy that yeah. he would bring in in situations, but he didn't overuse Otero last year in the playoffs. And I think you'll see Otero. I think you'll see Smith. Joe Smith. Yep. And I think you'll see you know, an opportunity to perform. And Olsen, I think Olsen's going to have a, a major that. role uh, because of being a lefty and what he has achieved so far this season. So in the bullpen this year. So I expect to see the Indians play uh, really well. In, in October and these uh, games. Look, every game is magnified. Yep. Every mistake's magnified. Every pitch is magnified. Next Thursday. Every opportunity. You know, exactly. Hey, look, my point is you, you, we can't predict the future, but uh, I like where the Indians line up and how they're going to face it. Chances are you're going to have the New York Yankees. Let's be honest. Yep. I mean, one game playoff against the Twins is coming. I mean, that's a guarantee. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And the, Qu- the Twins may clinch tonight here in Cleveland. And if that's the case, so be it. Let them, you know. And honestly, well, here's the thing. It's a, as you can remember three years oh, ago, yeah. you know, a one-game playoff, anything can happen. Yes, All you need is ask the Pittsburgh Pirates. They ran in Jake Arriotti. Yep. You know, and they, they run into Baumgartner. So anything can happen. You just run into the right pitcher at the right time. You and can Urban Santana can shut you down. A one-game playoff, yep. Urban Santana versus the New York Yankees should be very interesting. And I'm sure that's what uh, the Twins will be focusing on right now the rest It'll of the way. especially if they can the Yankees throw. Especially if they can clinch tonight, either through a win in Cleveland or a loss mm-hmm. on the road you know, to the, yep. to the Angels. Look, they have to lose every game out, and the Angels have to win every game out. It's not going to happen. Yeah, no. I mean, no, they, they, they are the second card team. Yep. And, you know, I hope, like I said, uh, on a personal level, a fun level, a baseball trivia level, I want to see the Indians win 100 games. To play 600 balls, very, very special in baseball. Yep. And uh, they're going to have that opportunity to do that. So, it's, And I really look forward to what this fall is going to have. And, Anthony, I know our schedules are going to be tight with high school football. Yep. And everything else going on. But I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you right now to make yourself available for 10, 15 minutes yep, a day if necessary. Does. And and we will do podcasts around. We can do the, Friday, uh, yep. You yep. know, I just got off the phone uh with uh, Mike Safaldi, who is the promoter of the boxing tournaments going on on Saturday the, at the Ukrainian uh club in uh, Youngstown. And it's gonna be a, a great show over there. Also, he reminded me that uh Poe Salinas will be fighting tonight. Mm-hmm. In uh, in Las Vegas, and it's on uh, Fox Sports One. So, a great time. Yeah. Uh, in this area, a lot of got going on. We got the Indians, you know, headed tour uh, in October. Hopefully, to remember, we have football, high school football season on Z One Four. Week four. six. Week it, six and it's it already week last. six. That's incredible. And every week, incredible. I say it every week. This is the fastest ten weeks of the year, and you'll 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 blink an eye, and it'll be week ten. And uh, we got a lot going on. I'll tell you what, uh, Anthony. Let's let me do this. Let me use this spot right here to play our, our my my conversation with Mike Safaldi, and then we'll come back and wrap up this show. We'll get into what's going on uh, here in the future. So, P, this is my conversation with Mike Safaldi. Our guest today on Radio MVP is Mike 
Safaldi, and Mike is the manager of Lights Out Management, who currently has a boxing show going on this Saturday, September 30th, at the Ukrainian Orthodox Center on North Bella Vista Avenue in Youngstown, and is titled House Student Nation, United We Stand, a fighting cause for a fundraiser for Gary House to. Those who listen to this a podcast in the Valley should know the name House 2 when it comes to sports. Uh, they have been a big part of covering sports here in the Valley and Northeast Ohio for a very long time. Gary uh, is a 52-year-old man who uh, currently is fighting colon cancer, and the family has been uh, raising money to help him pay his bills and doing other things across the uh, valley. He's been a big part of the valley. He's a correspondent for The Vindicator. He created the Valley Playbook back in the day. Uh, He's worked for Bucknuts.com. Uh, covering the Buckeyes and high school and college football and everything else in this area. So I know many people who listen to this podcast know the name House 2, and uh, they're a big part of the uh, sports scene here in Northeast Ohio. And, Mike, I want to thank you for taking time to uh, come on and talk about your event coming up. Tim, it's an honor to be on your show, and it's an honor for us to do House 2 Nation, United We Stand. Now, as we mentioned, as I was talking about earlier, uh, this is coming up this Saturday, September 30th, uh, fights at 7, doors opens at 6, and it's at 1025 North Bella Vista Avenue in Youngstown. Uh, Now, you have been involved in boxing in our area for a long time. This is nothing new to you, putting on a show like this, correct? No. uh, Actually, the, the first show that I actually got started on we're back in the 80s. Um, I would help Mrs. Mancini uh, do some of the local stuff uh, and then graduated on to be able to do help a couple of, with a couple of Ray Mancini's fights, including um, we were actually the local promoters, myself and Dave Shaver, uh, God rest his soul, uh, for the Moncoff Stadium fight. Where he fought Ernesto Espada and me and my wife and Dave and his wife actually sold almost 7,000 tickets for that fight. So, right. And then also uh, doing some of the Kelly Pavlik fights with his father, Mike. So, yeah, like I said, you've uh, been part of boxing in our area for a long time. That's one thing that uh, I, I want to say doesn't go unnoticed. I always said when I talk to sports fans, you know, around the area or out, outside the Youngstown area, I always say Youngstown, in my opinion, has always been a three-sport area, and it's always been football, baseball, and boxing. And I say you can put them in any different order, but there's a great history of all three of those sports in this area, and boxing's one of them. And you go back, you know, when I was young, uh, the Golden Gloves was a, a big event every year here locally that used to be held down in Struthers and other places. And, you know, amateur boxing is uh, something that needs to get kind of in the forefront again because these young kids that go out there, they're learning not just a great sport, but they're living an opportunity to maybe to teach in the future something like this. Right, exactly. And, it, and you know, when the uh, Youngstown Golden Gloves went to Warren, um, it was almost the demise. Uh, well, it actually was the demise of uh, uh, the Golden Gloves at Strutter's Field House, and before that, South Field House. And uh, the young fighters of today, they they really don't have any idea of the tradition of boxing in this area. You know, 
Uh, I don't even know how many of them realize we have five world champions, which is really unbelievable. But um, people like yourself that are out there that love the game of boxing and with your podcast, letting people know uh, about some of the past histories of Youngstown, Ohio. Yeah, you know, that's one of the fun things, I think. Uh, you mentioned you had the opportunity to work with different generations of boxers. I mean, obviously, you mentioned Ray Mancini, which is in the 80, and Harry Aurora. And then, of course, you brought up, uh, you know, uh, Kelly Pavlik in the past uh, 10 years and what he did becoming the middleweight champion. Uh, so talk about Lights Out. Tell me what Lights Out does. And I know you've had multiple shows this year. And uh, talk about how you put a show together and and what, you, you know, your company does to try to promote the game? Well, Lifestyle Management started, uh, well, quite a few years back. Um, we actually we actually started, I actually started promoting, like I said, in the 80s and then the 90s and then the 2000s. And one night after we got done with the show, uh, me and my wife and my son and his wife, Tommy Cordell, who's a local trainer, and his wife, and Bobby Clemens and his wife, I said, why don't we do something different? This was about three years ago. I said, why don't we give the ticket money to 50-50 and the Chinese auction to whoever we do the events for and give something back to the community? And none of us are independently wealthy, but we all said, you know what, let's give it a try. And $76,000 later, um, I think it's been a success. We've helped organizations as the Rescue Mission, Make-A-Wish, the Sojourner House, Coach uh, Wolfords uh, and his wife, Dr. Melinda. Their, their son, Stone, has a rare disease. We did a show called No Stone Unturned. Um, we've probably done about 12 shows, uh, and it's all about helping raise money for different organizations, and it, it's fun. You know, it's a, it's a fun thing to do, to be involved in the community and, you know, say that, you know, maybe we're going to make a little bit of a difference in somebody's life. So um, that's how we got started in it, and, and the rest was history. Well, you know what, and that brings us to uh, the upcoming event over here uh, on the Ukrainian Orthodox Center on uh, North Bella Vista Avenue this weekend. I know you have a personal connection to Gary. Take a moment and just talk about Gary, who he is, and uh, just your friendship that you have with the Houstus. Well, my my friendship started with the Houstus many, many, many years ago. I coached Gary in the uh, middle 70s with the Youngstown Hard Hats, and we had become friends ever since. I was always friends with his father, Chuck. And his brother Chucky and Ray and Char and the whole family. And, um, you know, we've just stayed close over the years. And, uh, you know, very, very sad for the family of all the things that have happened. Uh, Chucky died at 51 of a heart attack. And Mr. Hafsu passed away at an early age. And now Gary, you know, fighting the battle of his life. Um, it just, the, the relationship is real. And, even though we've done a lot of fundraisers for different organizations, this one, it hits, it hits close to home because of our relationship as, a, as, as two families, our family and their family being friends for that many years. 
Uh, it's that's a wonderful thing to be able to reach out and help those, especially uh, what I consider friends and family. Uh, that's the most important thing. I know that personally on personal levels with my family and my friends and uh, what we have everybody has to face uphill challenges sometime and uh, I met the house dudes years ago uh, doing radio shows running boards and stuff like that and uh, mm -hmm. and reading their newspapers when they used to have them out in their uh, amazing uh, coverage that they did for this valley and I think that's something mm -hmm. that you know needs to be uh, celebrated and uh, and look forward to more opportunities to hear from them and I know Gary uh, very little. I've only met him briefly in, in, in conversations, being introduced to him. But uh, obviously, I have great respect for what the uh, the house dudes have done for this valley, and uh, they continue to do. So this uh, event coming up here on the thirtieth. Uh, my understanding is you got like fifteen bouts, and it's what four different boxing clubs that are put together for this. Well, there's four different boxing clubs in locally, and our matchmaker Tom Cordell does a great job at putting the fights together. And we have uh, probably total probably about 10 or 12 gyms. We got them coming in from Pittsburgh, Cleveland, um, Akron. Um, we have a team from uh, Canada, Ontario, Canada coming in. Um, and they're, they came here one other time, myself and Jack and, and our organization, did a show together. And it was a fantastic show. You know, we played the Canadian National Anthem, the American National Anthem. And and the place was packed. And Sid, who was you know who was their trainer, and he fought in the he fought in the eighties when Hagler and those guys were fighting. He was actually a top ten uh, fighter at one time. Um, we reached out to him and saw if he was interested in coming back to the area. He loved it so much that he said he's going to come back. So not only are we going to have you know local fighters from our hometowns, including Salem. But we're going to have uh, a Canadian team that has some great fighters on it. They'll be coming in to fight. They're actually coming in Friday night and staying Saturday, and it's going to be quite an event. Uh, it's going to be great. Hey, uh, how can someone attend? What What do they need to do, and how can they get tickets? Well, here's 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 how they here's what they can do. They can get they can reach out to to the House Two family. They can go on Facebook. Um, and Facebook, Ray House Two or Shar, his sister, or or Gary. Um, they can you know, they can get a hold of them if they want to give baskets for the Chinese auction, um, or if they want to buy tickets, or if they want to buy a table. Um, we pay for all of the shows by via tables, and if we're to make any money, we make it off of tables because we don't take one penny out of the fifty-fifty Chinese auction or the ticket sales. So. At this point in time, if somebody out there is listening and they want to buy a table, they would make the check payable to uh, Gary House Through Cancer Fund. And if they want to make a personal donation, same thing, Gary House Through Cancer Fund. If they'd like to, uh, I, ha I actually picked up two baskets today and uh, for the Chinese auction. So all they have to do is either Facebook me and I'll, I'll get them to the right, right direction. Or, like I said, go right to Gary House 2 or Raymond House 2. And, and I will, uh, just to let everybody know, we will uh, put this banner and uh, information on our Radio MVP uh, Facebook page, too, for those who uh, need to see it and can find out more about it there, too. Are you going to make it there? 
I'm going to give it my shot. Unfortunately, I have the same type of scenario going on with my mother right now. And uh, uh, sorry to hear that. that's quite okay. And I'm, uh, she, uh, I don't want to get too much involved though, but tomorrow's a big right. day for her. And once we get her through that, I hope to be there Saturday if everything goes well. As a matter of fact, my radio yeah, yeah. partner, uh, Matt Emps, who uh-huh. does the high school football games with me on Z104, yeah, yeah. The, uh, he's yeah. never been to a boxing uh, match. I was telling him about it. So he's excited. And if at all possibility, I hope to bring Matt with me and uh, for he can uh, see a uh, live boxing match and, and watch well, you just let, Yeah, let me know, and I'll, I'll make sure you get in. It's, you know, with, your, with the media and uh Boom Heron's going to be there. We're hoping Maurice Claret can make it. He talked to me earlier about coming to do something because we're going to actually do something with the Red Zone, which is his organization. Um, Raisin just coming back from Italy. I know he's going to try to make it. Uh, Greg Richardson, Jeff Lampkin. Wow, um, Harry will be there. Yeah, well, it's, it will be a nice time for you to just interview some of the champs for, you know, for your, not just for what's going on for Gary, but you know, let let your listeners actually hear from the champs. You know, and let them, you know, uh, be able to hear, you know, how they how they fought to get to where they are, and how they fought to get to the world championships. And you know, like an example, uh, 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 Greg Richardson, he had to fight all over the world. He hardly ever fought I at remember. home till the end of his career. I got. I know? was fortunate enough to see one of his fights towards the end of his career, and. Uh, <laughs> Truly when one of the, the great out of California. Yeah, one of the truly great champions of the not just the flyway, but just a terrific person. I met him a couple different times, and what yeah. a what a I mean, we're, we're lucky in this valley. We have so many great athletes from different uh, sports, and like I said uh, before, I've always considered Youngstown area a a football, baseball, boxing community when it comes to sports. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. there's no doubt about it, the boxing community here is tight knit. I had a friend years ago named Sal Marino who loved. Oh, I love Sal. I love him too, that. man. We we used to do the radio. We used to do the radio shows together and everything, and I would talk boxing with them all night long. That's how I remember. I remember you, but that's how I remember. Okay. I actually promised Sal. I he was if you remember at the well, I don't know if you knew him then, but at the Mancini fight at Moncroft Stadium. Yes. I promised Sal that you're going to be so close, you're going to be on TV, and I actually ended up putting him and his brother. Maybe two of the brothers in the first row. Oh, that's so, fantastic. Uh, yeah, he, that was my man. Oh, and I love Sal. His slogan, keep punching. Yeah, exactly. Matter of fact, in his ledger, leather a legend uh, community yep. was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, Sal was a good friend of mine back in the day when I was doing radio. When I first got started doing sports talks, he used to come on. And uh, then he was doing some uh, radio himself at, later on. And I used to go fill in for him or help him out whenever I had the chance up until yeah. uh, his uh, passing. One yeah, of the great yeah. guys, not just in our community, but uh, a boxing fan and a writer, uh, just like yeah. Gary. And uh, yeah. I want to wish you the best uh, this Saturday. I plan on being there if everything goes well for myself. And I wish I want to thank you for coming on here tonight to talk about uh, House 2 Nation, United We Stand, a fighting cause fundraiser for uh, Gary House 2. Be there, and as my buddy Sal Marino says, all you boxing fans, you keep on punching. But remember one thing, if you come to the fights that night, don't call, don't call any of the Greg or a hey, Ray or no, call him champ. Just like you always call a coach a coach, 
call the champ a champ because you you can never take the championship out of away from. So when you're there that night and you see one of them, go up to him and say, you know, we're proud you're from our area, champ. And, 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 and you know what? It'll bring a smile to their face. And Tim, I appreciate you doing this. And, uh, just give me a call and let me know how to, you know, go about letting people on our Facebook page as my wife and our daughter and everybody know how to go on and listen to it. I definitely will. I'll keep everybody updated. Thanks again, Mike. That's Mike Cifaldi of Lights Out Management and him with Banner Supply and City Print presents uh, House 2 Nation, United We Stand, a fighting cause fundraiser for Gary House 2 at the Ukrainian Orthodox Center. 1025 North Bella Vista Avenue in Youngstown on Saturday, September 30th, 2017. Doors open at 6 and fights begin at 7. Anthony, welcome back, buddy. Thank you. It's good to be back. Yeah, yeah I tell you what, Mike's a great guy, and it's going to be, I think uh, a lot of our listeners are going to get a really uh, enjoy the conversation I had with him. And uh, next time we get the equipment to work right, Anthony, and maybe we can get him, uh, our next guest to use uh, mm-hmm. like we do and, uh, and join us like we've done in the past with, the, with some other guests. So it should be a lot of fun. I think we're trying to get more guests on each week. Uh, if not the first episode, maybe the every other week type episode, mm-hmm. just because uh, there's a lot going on, a lot of people to talk yep. to, and I think it'll be a lot of fun to uh, to bring on. Uh, I like, you know, we brought in Matt uh, into the family of Radio MVP here, and uh, well, you know, we have uh, the uh, the Mahoney Valley Scourge, you know, and Jim Craven, and we're gonna bring Jim back on to talk high school football with us, and of course, Mark Means from WBBW. So we got a lot of people lined up uh, to talk sports with here in our next uh, few weeks. So it should be a lot of fun. I know we're kind of running out of time. I appreciate you taking the time with me, Anthony, tonight. And no uh, let's, uh, let's get into one thing real quick. I really don't want to discuss oh, NFL because, well, your team <laughs> didn't look very good. Weekend. My team looked garbage. Thank God it's a 1 p.m. start. It's Raiders week. That's the only thing I'm going to say about the NFL. Uh, I don't want to get into the political controversy because this is sports, and you could turn on ESPN or Ron Patessa show if you want the political side. This Saturday, <laughs> I know we have a big boxing match. Well, we do, but we have a great football game too. For the first time since 1997, the last time we won a national championship, by the way, we have a top five matchup at Stambaugh. Yes, Notre Dame plays Miami, Ohio. Notre Dame should roll them. Ohio State plays Rutgers. That game will be over by the end of the first quarter, maybe halftime. There is no excuses. Polini even said it on Monday in the radio show. He's challenging the crowd, and I've made a challenge to myself. I'm going to lose my voice. I'm going to be on my feet. <laughs> I'm going to lose my voice and have a lot of tea and honey on Sunday morning. I will make it my goal. By the time I leave that stadium Saturday night, to not only lose my voice, but cheer us on to what could be the biggest regular season win in a long time. A long You know what? I was time. trying to think of that. And when was the last great victory YSU season? Off had, had 1999. Okay, in the playoffs. Uh, no, that was a regular season game. That oh, was okay. That was a regular last, season. Okay. That was the Where? last. Yeah, that was the okay. uh, double overtime game. Yeah, they won 42 oh, yeah, 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 okay. Uh, that, that's very good. That's that's probably true then. Yeah, that, it's been a yeah, long time. And, uh, well, you know what, though? 
They've had opportunities that came up on the other side of the ledger a couple times. 99 was – that was a great game against Hofstra. Um, 2012, we didn't make the playoffs. But that Northern Iowa win to snap the streak, that was big time. That was big time. Um, So, you know what? It doesn't really matter. 99 to 112, everybody has your opinion. This is a fantastic football team coming into standby. They have beat us eight of ten times, eight of nine in conference. Simply put, they've dominated us. You know what that means? It's time to end the streak. Oh, there's no question about it. It is time to end it. It is time to – I like to call games program games, and this is just one of our program games. I mean, guy, you look at our schedule coming up, and we'll get into that later on as the season goes on. But this is a program game, and I don't want to yeah. say, well, you come here to play in these games. But you are facing a team that, according to Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper in Dallas Goddard, Goddard, is the number one tight end in the draft coming up this year. He, he will be a first-round draft pick guaranteed. SDSU can beat a lot of 1A teams. So can we. It's time to end the streak. It's time for them to come down here into our house at Stambaugh with 18, 19, man, if we're lucky, 20,000 fans. And it's time to make Stambaugh rock. And it's time to fully bring back the 90s. You know, it's it's back to culture. The games are back. Coach Pellini has in the past, you know, I'm not going to put words into his mouth, but let me put it this way. He's going to challenge his team to play like men. Yep. And to play like champions and to All right, Lou Holtz. do what they have to do. No, I'm serious. I, you know, you know, Pelini, he'll be in his face of his players. Yep. He'll be challenging every play that they do. Mm-hmm. And uh, his hat Compete will go through the ringer. Minutes. His hat's going to go through the ringer. But you know what? Hey. That's okay. I love the passion. I love the, the fury. And I love you know, what he brings to this program. And I honestly do believe that we're going to see a, like you said, a, a great ball game Saturday. And I, I can't wait for it. I'll say this too. I don't want to do, I don't do predictions for YSU games. I know you don't either. We'll win if Nathan Mays plays well, period. Period. Yeah. Quarterback place is, is yep. huge. Hunter and Nathan Mays. If YSU wins, look, Nathan Mays is going to play well. Look, period. you need, I'm going to say, you know, it's a simple trust, trustalism. Yep. Whoever wins the turnover margin will probably win the ball game most of the time. And that, I'm going to tell you right now, watch the turnover margin. If YSU wins that margin and wins it decisively, like, let's say, two to nothing or three to one scenario, and they're able to cash in on those turnovers, plus what they normally do on offense. It's going to be a, a big part of tonight's ball or, or Saturday's ball game. We got to score and, touchdowns. Uh, oh, there's no question. Touchdowns win. Want, ball I want to go back. Touchdowns to win ball games. Touchdowns. Field goals. Field goals keep you close. Touchdowns win ball games. I don't care gonna, what league you're in. I don't care if it's Pee-wee. Yep. I don't care if it's high school. I don't care if it's collegiate. I don't care if it's the NFL. I don't even care if it's the CFL. Touchdown yep. wins ball games. I'm going to. You don't win ball like games this. kicking field goals. Field goals help you score points. Touchdowns yep. wins ball games. I'm going to end it like this. It's what Eric Wolford used to say, and I know it. And you can take Eric Wolford or leave him. We're not going to get into that. But it's kindergarten math, folks. 
six is greater than three. Six Absolutely. is greater than three. If you can hold them to three and we can score six, then we're going to be singing that bad boy all night long, all the way down Fifth Avenue, sending those guys back to South Dakota. They'll be they'll be singing the fight song all night I'm long. I'm jacked up if you can't I imagine. can't wait. Uh, I can't wait. That's all right. You I know what? Run through a wall. You know what? I got I got a couple things going on here f with my family this week, and if everything yeah, goes uh, right, I hope. Yeah, let's I hope that goes well for Tim's family. Uh, you know that's and, first and foremost here. Um, but, and I, was uh, I appreciate that. I'm I'm not trying to you know I no. change the subject. I appreciate all that. I just want to tell everyone, you know, if I don't make it out, there's a reason. Hey, uh, hopefully we know goes you'll be there and we go with us. We know you'll I be there in spirit singing that bad boy with us. There's no question about it. Hey, Anthony, as always, a pleasure. Can't wait to talk to you. Uh, Matt says hello. He was hoping to talk to you this weekend. I says, now I know he's working. The red and white are waving. And uh, Matt's looking forward to talking to you Friday night. Friday night. So am I. On Z104, tune in. And you can also go to oldiesz104.com and listen to it there. Is live on the internet at z at oldiesz104.com, and uh, that is the website they have. Just listen loud, click on it, and you'll get it through the internet. So, very simple way to listen to our ball game on uh, Friday night. So, a lot of stuff going on this weekend. Can't wait to get it get started. I'm going to have this posted as soon as possible. I want to thank Mike Safaldi once again for. Uh, taking the time to call me and come on our podcast here tonight, Anthony. I want to wish the Penguins nothing but the best success on Saturday. All the Beat Jack Rabbits on Saturday. I wish Salinas the best of luck tonight, at, tonight on Fox Sports 1. And if you have a chance to turn it in, uh, I recommend it uh, highly. It's a great opportunity to see one of our local boxers do well again. As I talk to Mike, I'll say it to you, I've always considered our area a three-sport uh area and that's football baseball and boxing yep and uh we have the history behind all three sports to prove that and not too many other communities can say that and i you know be honest uh someday we're going to be talking basketball in this area that way too it may not I be real will, soon but i do believe I, it can happen i think it's going to be sooner than you think exactly and i can't wait to add that fourth sport to either. my uh, conversation and we'll talk about uh, the YSU Penguins basketball program as it gets closer to the tip-off there. But we're in the middle of football season. Good That's luck right. to Coach Pellini and the Penguins. Good luck to all the boxers over in, uh, in Youngstown this weekend. Good luck to Salinas over in Las Vegas. So, uh, Anthony, give us one more uh, YSU go, 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 and I'll let you go. That's right. Beat Jackrabbits, guys. Let's go get them. All right. For Anthony, I'm Tim. And for Mike Cifaldi, thank you for coming on. We'll see you all soon for episode 19. But you have just listened to Radio MVP, the Valley's Most Valuable Podcast, episode number 18. Good night, everyone. Have a great day. Make it safe. Be good out there. Peace.